For Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Hey, welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart, Luke 2.19. We want to thank our sponsor, Home Instead Senior Care. Since we began in 2017, Home Instead supported and encouraged us. We are so proud to be associated with Home Instead, a trusted, positive small business partner. Really, our trusted small business partner. Now, because we've had over 7 million downloads last year, thanks to you guys, we get to add a sponsor. So let us know if you have a friend or somebody that wants to join us in this. We are pretty excited about getting to add somebody to our sponsorships. Okay, Today, I am so excited, and this is really not fair, Becky Carpenter. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Kathy. I'm so glad to be with you. Listen, you're going to do all the heavy lifting today because I know what story you're going to tell us. So it's not fair for me to be all pepped up, but I got to tell you, I am so excited about what you're going to be sharing and the impact it's going to have on people that are struggling with grief. And I I just want to tell you, I've been praying for you. I actually, I don't do this. I mean, I love to sing, but usually just privately. But I have actually been singing in your honor before the Lord this morning. It is well with my soul. So um, anyway, I just want you to know that's been happening on your behalf, because I think the story you're going to tell is pretty, really pretty remarkable. And the fact that you can tell it so beautifully. Okay, so Becky, do you care if I give people a quick bio about you? I usually do that whenever we start with the story. All right, sounds great. Okay, and then I'm just going to turn you loose and let you talk. Okay, Becky has spoken to folks across the United States and crossed language barriers in countries like Haiti, Honduras, Guatemala. Think global girl. That's our Becky. There is no audience too big or too small, and there's no audience too far, obviously, she, li- she loves uh, Isaiah 6, 8, here I am, send me. Becky served 25 years in the mission field that she calls education. That's what you call being a teacher, which cracked me up when I read that. But okay. on this show, we love educators. My own daughter is a teacher, and so we're really partial to educators. She le- uh, Becky loves humor and is very funny, as you're about to discover. Her friends report both tears of laughter and tears of joy as she points others to see through the darkness. Most importantly for today's conversation, in 2011, a family tragedy flipped her comfortable world upside down, leading to an entire life makeover. And I love that phrase, Becky, when I read it, life makeover. I think a lot of people, including me, sometimes I feel like I need a makeover and so I really love that. You're about to share the story, so I'm not going to go into detail there. But I want to point this out to my listening friends. 
first of all, thank you for joining us today. We're so glad you're listening in. We do this for you. And if you found this one, we know you probably are suffering with grief. So we just want you to know how tenderly Becky and I love you. And we've been praying. I have been praying for you just like I've been praying for Becky this morning. I'm sure she has been, too. We want you to know we really care about you. So I want to add this about Becky. She is not a person who dwells on the tragedy she endured, but rather shifts our perspective, all of us, toward the light, even if, and I would say when, we're traveling through the darkest of times, because we all have moments like that. If you feel like you're alone, I just want you to know you're not. So I met Becky recently. We were working on something entirely different. And just as we began to talk and build this beautiful friendship, I ended up, this never happens to me. It's so rare, Becky. I never say this to people. Oh my gosh, I've got to get you on my show. But in your case, when I heard what you had to say, even just to me personally, you you spoke so much of God's love into my heart and, and your words just blessed me so much that I, it was just spontaneous. I knew it was the spirit at work. And so God's beautiful spirit wanted us to do this today. So I'm pretty excited. Welcome. And I'm glad you're here. Well, thank you so much. And I don't believe there's coincidences either, Kathy. So uh, even though you connected with me on something completely different, I felt a, you know an immediate divine assignment and appointment with our friendship. And so hopefully through your program and the listeners tuning in, we can bring them some encouragement. Yes. And and I'm going to let you do your story because I really want people to get it, but I don't want to, for- will you help me remember to give all our um, email and all that? I mean, not email, but our website and all that stuff. I just don't want to forget to get that from you. So let me make a note to ask you that. Okay. So Becky, we've already hinted a little bit about that life-changing moment would you mind going up and just giving us sort of the introduction? What was happening in your life when it suddenly changed? Well, we, our family, I would consider us a typical family of four. My husband and I um, have both very good careers. He was in corporate. I was in education. We were chasing around our two daughters, as most moms and dads do. And the perk about being in education is, you know, I get to um, make sure my kids stay on track and all of that good stuff. I can teach yeah. in their classrooms and all of that. But, you know, outside looking in, I would say we were just a normal family. My oldest daughter, I have, we have two daughters, Shelby and Skylar. And that particular year when God flipped our script, I, um, we had just sent Shelby off to college at Texas A&M. So any Aggies out there, I'm sure you're saying <laughs> right about now okay we may need equal time for the longhorns okay i just have to throw that in i understand we don't want to upset half of texas well or me i'm a longhorn but i have an aggie grandkid so i'm over it (laughs) yeah yeah well since most of my money went down to college station i've you know i've got to plug that yeah but anyway shelby was uh she was down in college station and it was it was interesting because you know how most families have completely opposite kids yeah in our case that's exactly what we have um shelby the oldest was the straight a student and very um organized and ultimately she's a teacher now so that's a little ironic you know she followed in her mom's footsteps even though she said she never would be a teacher so here she is like (laughs) you're seven or eight, something like that. 
But then my youngest daughter, she, um, her idea of academic success was squeezing by with the minimum requirement of making a C. <laughs> and so uh, I have to, I have to tell you, I call myself an efficiency expert. That's how I got through college. <laughs> <laughs> well, efficiency. Her, she was excited every day to go to school, but it was absolutely everything to do with the social scene and lunch hour and everything that had to do with getting out of class. So extracurricular activities Aww. were her priority as well. So, you know, two different kids. And that particular year when Shelby was off at college, Skylar, my youngest, was a 10th grader, and she certainly was living her best life because you know, big sister, she no longer walked in her shadows, and she was the daughter of the assistant principal, which was the role I was in at the time, mm. and a little bit about her personality, um, she frequented my office, but it wasn't just to say hello to mom, she typically had a discipline referral in her hand, <laughs> never anything serious, but it had to do with her personality, you know, she was animated, and she was funny, and uh, like to talk and like to make people laugh. But that particular year, um, Skylar was very active in FFA, Future Farmers of America. The reason she chose to get in FFA is because some boy had told her years before that girls were not in ag. So she oh. kind of dropped athletics and decided she was going to prove him wrong. And so she not only went full force into ag and FFA, she was doing everything that uh, that program offered from showing animals. And this particular uh, year, she was very active in the ag mechanics um, program because she was also told that girls can't weld. And so again, she was trying to prove people wrong. And, and there were That's a few so girls funny. in that program. So that's just a, that gives you a glimpse into her personality, but there was a trip that was scheduled. And um, one thing she had asked me was she wanted to go on that trip without me being a chaperone because, you know, this was the first year she was in the school and her big sister wasn't there. So she certainly didn't want her mom mm. tagging along. So, you know, we agreed. And so the morning of this particular trip, I went down to the ag building. And I just said, hey, Skylar, you sure you don't want mom to go with you? Because it's mm -hmm. our job as parents to embarrass our kids. And so I was hugging on her and everything. <laughs> she kind of grinned and, and said, mom, I can make this trip on my own. Mm -hmm. And that was the last word that I heard from Skylar because they did load up and headed out. And it wasn't long that a phone call came into the office. I was actually in my office and the secretary come running in and she said, Becky, the ag kids have been in a terrible accident. Okay. So, I'm going to interrupt but, you because we're going to have to go to the break. I knew this would happen when I did your bio. Be Becky, when we come back is going to tell us more of this story and, and, and uh, she's going to relate so much to anyone who's suffering with being in a dark place because of grief. So you don't, you don't want to miss this. Becky, before we go, everything that we're talking about today, you can find at Kathy Craffy, K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com. But Becky, how can they find you? Do you have a website? Yeah, we have. Uh, my personal website is, is for our speaking ministry is BeckyCarpenter.net. 
and our ministry website is onedayclosser.net. I've seen them both. They're both beautiful. Okay, this is Truth with a Texas Twang. Stay with us. We're going to be right back. And Becky is going to give you some comfort and give you some, you know, point you to the light. If you're suffering, we want you to have that. Stay with us. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Chimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. Help me, Toginet. You're my only hope. I want to start a podcast, but I simply don't have time. How do I take care of the details? Editing? Contacting guests? Where do I put it so that people can listen in? Fear not. The podcasting wizards here at Toginet can take care of all of the details because we provide full-service podcasting for all of our hosts so that you can focus on your message. We even build you a webpage that you can edit. And we send your podcast out to Spotify and iTunes so that your message is easy to find. Wow, you can do all of that? You've magically cured my anxiety. Where do I sign up? You can find all of our packages on our website, toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com. If you would like to talk to one of us, call us at 903-787-5880 or email us at staff at toginetradio.com. Want to move from coexisting to cherished? From isolated to influential? Hi, this is Kathy. Just for you, we have two books out now devoted to creating better conversations. Life-changing conversational adventures. Marriage Conversations, From Coexisting to Cherished, is 20 chapters packed with easy, practical ideas This is the book I wrote for my kids. It's brimming over with personal stories and stuff I learned the hard way. Then The Well, The Art of Drawing Out Authentic Conversations explores over 40 different ways Jesus launched the woman at the well from lonely to leadership. You can find our books with our wonderful publishers, Cross River Media and Elk Lake Publishers, at local bookstores or at Amazon.com. Buy two, one to read out loud to your hubby and one to share with a friend. Order yours today and have your own conversational adventures tonight. What if I told you there was a new place for senior care? A place where mom's bathtub recitals are met with rousing applause? Where Lola the Yorkie Poo has the run of the place? A place where corn dogs are on the menu whenever? It's home, where mom built her life. Call Home Instead Senior Care at 1-800-455-CARE or visit homeinstead.com to learn more about in-home services like 24-hour care, memory care, hospice support, and meals and nutrition. Oh, miles and miles of Texas. Yeah. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. 
Hey, welcome back. Thank you for sticking with us through the break. Um, we're talking to Becky Carpenter. Becky, I loved what you said about Skylar and her beautiful personality. I think I raised a child like that who's so effervescent. My son will sometimes say, Mom, they just don't get my genius. And I, so I really relate to Skylar's genius. And I know you're going to share more of that. So I don't want to interrupt you. I really want to just turn you loose to finish the story. Okay, sure. Um, so that phone call came in and immediately I just grabbed my keys and, and headed out the door because I knew where they were based on what she had shared with me. Mm. And there wasn't a moment that I just did not feel the presence of the Lord because when I got out to the car and even started the ignition, I always listen to Christian music and mm. the song radio was light up the sky and the lyrics mm. to that song, light, light, light up the sky, light up into the sky, know that I am with you. And it wasn't just the lyrics of that song. That was Skylar's favorite song. Oh, I didn't sing it all the time because her name, you know, oh. we always called her sky as a nickname and oh. it was almost like the Lord reaching down saying mm. I'm with you. And so that was just, I guess, that God nugget I needed at that moment to make that drive because it was about 45 minutes. Mm. And there was so much going through my thought process. And, you know, there's a lot of details there that for the sake of time, I'm not going to share today. But I will say this, when I arrived at the scene, it was very much like a movie scene because of all the emergency vehicles and just the chaos yeah. that was my eyes were seeing. Wow. And when I drove up through the cars and I stopped, I just whispered, Lord, I can't do this. Um, because it was just mm. it, just a horrific thing that my eyes and my mama mm. heard. And as, as loud as I'm speaking to you, I heard these two words that changed everything. Mm. And it was the Lord speaking into my spirit. And he said, I'm here. Mm. And I'll never forget that. And it always makes me emotional to recall mm. that moment. Because he gave me the strength through him to open up that door and walk out to that scene because it wasn't just my Skylar mm. that uh, was the fatality that day. There were a lot of kids that were forever changed because they witnessed something horrific as well that young eyes should never have to see. Mm. And so the Lord gave me the words to comfort them in those moments. Mm. And so I say all that to say, you know, we, we travel into a lot of different seasons in our life. And, and this is certainly one of those that is very dark and very mm -hmm. unknown. It's like mm. God throws us in the wilderness, you know. Um, mm. But yet that's the very place where we meet him face to face. And I found out that you know, the light does shine the brightest in the darkness because when everything's going well, we're not that dependent on the Lord. We don't feel as though we kind of take our faith for granted. I certainly was guilty of that. Mm -hmm. When I started out this program and I said we were a typical family of four. I mean, we did church. I taught Sunday school. My husband led worship. We could check the box on, um, you know, good, good Christians. Right. But that particular day, I just learned there's a huge difference between running to church and running to Jesus. Mm. It never left me, even though 
my entire walk, I think I was so busy living life, I took my relationship with him for granted. And when we invite Jesus in to reside with us in that darkness, mm-hmm. our suffering, it alters us, but our suffering can also be enlarged by his wow. presence. And that's hard to really um, explain audibly. Wow. But it's something that you experience. And um, I, I don't know what I could tell your listeners other than the fact that we have a very present God. And that um, there's so many things I have learned on the journey. Some things I've learned by my own mistake. But yeah. One thing. One thing I've learned is there's so much power in seeking him. Wow. Because we can't have a passive faith. And I had a passive faith. I just took mm. it, took my faith walk for granted. And he has been with me every step of the way. And his goodness, um, you know, when you read scripture and it jumps out now because his peace is. Uh, surpasses all understanding. You know, he gives us that comfort that is not of this world. And those things are real because I've experienced them. That's amazing. You know, uh, I really love what you shared that he meets you there. And I, I do know this because of my experience about my abortion, which I've shared quite a bit on air. So I'm not going to go to too much detail about that today, except to say at the break, I mentioned that to Becky. We're getting to know each other, these, this new, beautiful new friendship. And she really comforted me in a matter of a few seconds. But also, um, it's so true that grief is also often compounded by guilt. And I know mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't mind if that's not on our topic list today. But if you don't mind just giving our listeners a little comfort, my, my fear is that people will find this because they're searching for grief and they're re- ready to give up. And we've been doing a whole bunch of stuff on mental health. So please go to my website and get good resources. I've got great people, experts, all kinds of amazing women and men sharing about the things that hurt. So uh, don't give up. And then, Becky, would you just just talk a little bit about what guilt, how guilt and grief, because in your situation, there's no guilt for you. And yet you still were attacked with with guilt. So tell me how that worked. Well, sure. I think, you know, we are, if there is breath in our lungs, God has put us on this earth for a purpose. And so when our purpose is big, Satan's going to show up and he's going to use yeah. any hot buttons that he can to try to paralyze us from our purpose. And the way he can paralyze us is keep our emotions heightened. And here's the thing, God, God loves us so much. He made us, but he also made all of our emotions. But he made the emotions that are the positive ones and the yeah. good ones, you know, the love and the kindness and all the fruit. The, the emotions that are guilt and shame and all of those, they are not from the Lord. That is Satan trying to attack. And, and I always say this to folks when it comes to spiritual warfare and spiritual battle. If Satan's not attacking, he's content with where you are. So I take it as a badge, right? I yeah, take it I totally as a badge agree. of honor. Uh, it's a badge of honor when he's attacking because that means he's trying to trip us up from our purpose. And so anyone that is that is you know battling grief through guilt 
or or shame or anything like that, that is not from the Lord. That is absolutely a spiritual attack from darkness. And, you know, you and I are from Texas, and we're a little too salty to allow Satan to win this battle. And so <laughs> I'm not going to allow him to be to attack me to the point where I'm paralyzed. I may fall, um, but I know that when I fall in the ditch, Jesus is right down there with me. And he may let me stay a little while just to rest, but he's going to say, okay, Becky, it's time to get up, pull your bootstraps up. We got work to do. We got to build this kingdom. We got to make sure people are hearing truth. And guilt is not truth. It's not from the Lord. Um, it is from the enemy. Yeah, so, I, think, I think guilt is the thing that God uses and shame too to draw us to himself because the cross is where we put that aside. And I, I love the verse that says there's now no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So I think sometimes we get so self-condemning. I know with abortion, that was certainly the case for me. And so what I like to remember is the condemnation con- condemnation that I give other people is always rooted in self-condemnation, but that is contrary to Christ. So right. if you're, if you're not a Christian, I, I just want to share with you, you can, Jesus loves you and he's seeking you. If you are a Christian, we have great news. Becky and I want you to know there's now no condemnation in Christ Jesus. He took that to the cross. Becky, we, we only have about two minutes. And by the way, if you're looking for Jesus and you want more information about how you could know him personally, like if you wonder how Becky could have a God who talks to her, that the God of the universe would take the moment and comfort a mother and prepare her as she walked into one of the darkest, most uh, devastating moments of her life. He would be with her. I'm here, he would say. I want you to know that's on my website and or you can just contact either one of us. Uh, we're going to have to close out, but we're going to do another episode. So I want you to look for Becky. I think I'm going to call that one, When Grief Gives Way to Peace, It Is Well With My Soul. I have to put that in and see if it'll fit, but that's what I think I'm going to call it. This one we're going to call Waves of Grief, or maybe just Grief, Standing When We Feel Slammed. Um, you can find Becky Carpenter at beckycarpenter.net or at onedayclosser.net. I don't have to tell you how much we're going to talk about One Day Closer and what that means in the next episode. Don't forget, you can find all my stuff at Kathy, C-A-T-H-Y, Crafty, K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com. And all these links, everything, I'll put all that in there for you so you can find Becky really easily just by going to my website. And Here's what I want you to know. If you are suffering, both Becky and I understand what it's like to grieve. And we know it can be very complicated and even we can even feel like condemning ourselves. But we want you to know that is not for you. There are better choices and God wants to comfort you himself. So if that's how you found today's episode, please look for more information and find somebody you can talk to. Feel free to contact us. This is Truth with a Texas Twang, and we really are so grateful you're here. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas Twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, Got it.